This is probably one of my favorite podcasts so far. It's very funny. You're hanging. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Are we on? Yep. Oh, wonderful. Welcome back. I'm looking a little white today. (laughs) You didn't get a chance to go in the tanning bed. No tanning bed this week. Yep. No, but welcome back to the OTR podcast. We didn't have a Saturday cast this week. That's okay. We were busy. We were out running. I was filming some RC cars up in, uh, or down in Lowell. Is that how you say it? L-O-W-E-L-L? Sounds like that's how they would say it in Appalachia. Sure. That's where we're at. So we were in Lowell filming, but we're back now with the big podcast. This is the big one. Got some heavy hitters this week. Not only Trevor, as always. You know. uh, But we have a very special guest with us. Extremely, exceptionally special guest. Tucker Rogers. Yay. I think you're like underplaying like Josh when we had him on here. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Why did Josh not get a good introduction like him? No, <laughs> no, it was just, hey, this is Josh. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, you're the first person he's ever done that to. That is, it's know. true. It's a, yeah, Bless. so honored, honored. But yeah, Tucker, tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, and uh, a little bit of your, your uh, little bit of your background. Well, for starters, my name's Tucker Rogers. I've been doing MMA for like five years. Been doing jujitsu for like five years. Uh, 3-0 in jiu-jitsu, ranked number 10 in Ohio. I'm a one-time IBJJF champion. I'm a one-time combat sports champion and currently ranked number 11 in IBJJF, which is the biggest jiu-jitsu organization in the world. Yeah. So, so me. I mean, pretty special guest. And I mean, if we're ever going to take our pivot into the Joe Rogan experience, we got to start bringing MMA guys on. Yeah, right? we got to start labeling them, too, as, like, MMA podcasts. <laughs> yeah, what if we... What does he call those? M- Are they just the I MMA podcasts? I think it's, podcasts? like, MMA podcasts, or... Oh, it's, like, the... Oh, I thought it was like the fighter podcast. It's yeah, I know oh, Brendan Schaub has like the fighter and the kid and all those. But that's his main uh, podcast. But who well, below the belt like is Brendan like Schaub? his just yeah. fighting one. I don't listen to it. Yeah, it's good. I, I haven't listened too much to oh, it, but I'll, I'll watch like that's the one like of my favorite ones. You like Brendan Schaub? Oh, dude, from back in the day too, when he was on Ultimate Fighter. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> and he was all weird looking and shit. Do you not like Brennan Shaw? No, I'm not oh. a fan. I'm oh, dude, I am for sure. I'll never watch his podcast, but I watch like the clips of like when there's people on. Sometimes yeah, I like watching fun. clips of him getting made fun of. Because <laughs> he's so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have any I think that's why I like it. <laughs> him and Trevor have a bond. It's a JRE MMA show is what he'll first label him as and then like number whatever. Yeah. Like his last one was uh, hmm. 118 with Juliana Pena. Well, before we do get going into this. Make sure we tell the people where they can find us and where they can grab merch, right? Because merch right now, not a hot commodity. I mean, if a million people bought it, a million people are getting t-shirts. <laughs> but uh, this is your invite to the party. If you don't buy merch, or if you show up to the party not in merch, you won't get in. Uh, and that party will be in June. We haven't announced that date yet, but it's coming up. First party, like first annual OTR you, cast party. Britt, if she finds that sweatshirt I gave her. Hey. Uh... <laughs> That's it. That's that's it, right? right yeah. There. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, we've got yeah. we've got, uh, we got a few. I could probably name them all. <laughs> no, Aiden. I know he's got some, or at least his mom does. Yeah, his, his mom, mom definitely something. does. Yeah, his mom's got some merch. Uh, Anthony Schwartz. He bought one. He he's, bought a hoodie. He's one of the ones you had coming on, didn't you? Because mm-hmm, he asked. I was like, yeah, man. Like oh. sure. Um, he he's got a hoodie. Stemmer. 
Stemmer's got a hoodie. I should knew Stemmer would. Uh, oh, uh, Deb Charleston. She bought one. There you go. She bought a she bought a shirt. She's invited to the party. Who's Deb Charleston? She's like eighty, give or take. You That's don't know who Deb Charleston is? I, I don't. She's know like she the goat of like Meadowbrook support. Oh okay. Like oh dude, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. At Meadowbrook. I bet you I know who that is now. Thank oh yeah. You all that okay. Yeah. She's she gave me a little uh, stick with toilet paper on it for my senior night. Wow. I, I was what never a, yeah. I was never a basketball player, so like I didn't know the. The crew that always like showed up there, and then Caden Whaley forgot him. He's got he's got a hoodie or something on the way. He's also got a clothing brand now. He's working on called Dilit. Okay, I was gonna say, is he the one that was messaging mm-hmm. on there? Yeah, so we're gonna do a little collab with him at some point. But uh, yeah, after tell them where they can find us real quick, and then we'll. Dive uh, in. You can find us on Instagram at otr.pod. Uh, you can also find us on YouTube. That's the most preferred one. I assume that's what you're listening to us on now, and that is OTR Cast. Um, you can also find us on uh, Spotify or anything else that you want to find us on and listen to. Uh, same thing, OTR Cast. And then also the merch site that we've been talking about where you can get this sick-ass hoodie. That would be otrcast.shop. That's it, and link's in the description. So, Oh, and on Facebook. We're on Facebook Ooh, as well. we are on Facebook now. I always forget about that one. That is, yeah, Facebook. and it's OTR Cast as well. Um, we're up to like 400 followers on there. So. Oh, yeah. But Facebook followers, YouTube followers, a lot different, but... We're getting there, thanks to our Facebook listeners. Um, but no, let's dive in. So, Tucker, I mean, we're not going to interview you, but yeah. we are. We're going to ask questions. Uh, so, how'd you get how'd you get started into uh, the the jujitsu and and all the 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 martial arts per se? I wasn't good at basketball, and I was always in the wrestling room. Right. After basketball practice, I would go right into the wrestling room. I was always wrestling. They said I should wrestle, never did, and then started doing jujitsu at like. Like sophomore year, like right at the beginning, and then I just never stopped, just hooked immediately. Yeah. And I just a real love for combat, to be honest. Like wrestling, jujitsu, kickboxing, Muay Thai, boxing. I'd fight any of them, to be honest. So, so I mean, did you start? Did you? I, I forget. Did you start wrestling after a certain amount of seniors? Did you never wrestle at, at that school? I've, I've never wrestled in my life. Really? No. Okay, that's that's cool. That's interesting because I see. I feel like a lot of people would transition from wrestling even like i feel like a lot of people start super young right like 10 years old like i always younger see like little that. 10 year olds and, and younger than that like yeah. in jujitsu like going to there the martial that, arts uh, schools and everything like gcw or gwc something like that there was a little kids uh like club team guernsey county watershed i i'm just kidding i don't know <laughs> I, I remember it was like g something gwc is what i feel like it was but uh there was like four and five year olds like mm-hmm. really little and you know they're wrestling against other like four and five year olds but like they were always consistently pretty good like that guy right he was good yeah i feel like it's, i can't remember it's like one of those things that like you're either naturally good at or you grow up in it like one of those sports like gymnastics or like something like that so like you must like obviously you're naturally good at it like you're ranked number 11 is, is that nationwide yeah yeah and so I saw. I was reading up a little bit. You just had your first. Was it first professional? Yeah. Fight. I had my first professional jujitsu okay. competition, which you just they have to they you have to sign it to be able for them to be able to give you money pretty much. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much all it meant. I mean, I thought it was going to be a, hot, a big step up in competition because of pro, but it wasn't. It's still a big step though. I mean, I mean, 
it was nice to be able to say it though and to be officially a pro athlete it's kind of nice yeah right so he's still doing way better off professionally like (laughs) athlete wise than what we are right now I'm just kidding. I couldn't do any of that. Seth was like, oh, we'll see you at the Reebok games, bud. Like, <laughs> yeah, you really won't right. really say that. No, I'm just messing with you. But uh, so one thing I was thinking about, too, is like that, like the competition aspect and like the mental toughness that comes with it. Like, how is that? Like, there's I hear people like complain a lot. And I know Britt thinks I'm calling her out, but I'm not. <laughs> but she complains a lot about her body. She was playing volleyball a couple of days ago, and she was real sore because she doesn't work out very much. Like yeah, she doesn't move. We're trying to get her into the gym. Y'all really calling her out. Oh, you yeah. really are. Oh, my God. Britt, show me your wrist. It's bruised. I don't want to. That's okay. You don't have to. But she, we're not being mean to her. Like We're trying to get her into the gym, not for any reason, but like she just like we want to get her strong. She's like... Very, just to better her own this is this is it right her now. own physical she health. walks like this i do not <laughs> <laughs> i've caught you walking like that at least five times since we said it i saw you the other day struggling to pick up a newspaper all right <laughs> <That's not true. laughs> but it's like i'm leaving she just yeah leaves. you guys suck he's out there double handing a febreze bottle to set it off the other day i saw it <laughs> all right the grip strength's not there <laughs> All right, we'll stop calling you out. But it wasn't her. It's funny because I thought about that and I was like, maybe that. But it, I wasn't even thinking of you when I said that. But there was just like, I know there's people out there that like, like you, like what, like what level do you have to get to mentally to go and like fight and like, like perform at a good level? For MMA, as soon as you sign a contract, it's hard to sleep. Like the month leading up to it, the two weeks leading up to it. I mean, I've taken fights on two weeks notice and I I hardly get any sleep. Not only that, but you always psych yourself out. It's just like for if we were lifting weights and like say I I lift close to you, which obviously I don't, but let's just say for for this instance I do. Mm. And like, you're just going to train all night long every day until you can lift more weights than me. Because that's just what type of person you are. And that's what type of person I am. So like, you just overtrain all the time. Yeah. I mean, there's your injuries thing. Like, that's where you get all your injuries and like yeah i mean being mentally tough is like a huge part of it but oh, massive I mean, part normally once i sign a contract for an mma fight a couple of nights of no sleep a couple of nights of overtraining way too hard my brother and coaches smack me around get your shit together and we kind of just put a game plan together and just start working on it from there and as the game plan evolves like hitting minutes sparring whatnot i just it just the confidence just rises you get more sleep you get better sleep you eat better your training starts getting better and then before you know it you're fucking just ready to get after it yeah by so the time it, competition comes around it's you're just ready to ready to go right oh i can I, what's that like i don't even know if you'll be able to compare it to something because like obviously i've never like been like in a fight or like in like a competition like that like what's that like energy level like walking into the like the the event when I first started, as I was fighting MMA, it was like I wanted to be as hype as possible. And I was like always having my coaches slap my chest. And as I walked in so that I could get more hype because I was always somewhat calm. And as I've competed more in jiu-jitsu, I've learned that the best way to win is just to be, be calm. Because like when I the shit that I do in the gym, I'm not going crazy. I'm just like doing my own thing and having a good time and having fun with my friends. So it'd be silly not to go into competition with that same mindset. So, like, I never call it a fight, even an MMA fight or a jiu-jitsu fight. It doesn't matter. I always just say, 
competition. Yeah. Just because like they actually you show like yourself out. They show like where you have the best performance uh on like a mental aspect going up to something like that. Or just I guess it could be any uh anything physical. But like if you're arousal level with it, like or you're like hype in this sense. <laughs> Sorry. He oh, said just arousal. I said arousal. That was a funny That's word. the word that they use for it for the I, scale. Yeah. But like if it's way too high, then like your performance is actually going to drop, or like if it's too low, your performance isn't going to be as great. You want to find like that almost medium point or like that calmness in it. So that way you're like still super into doing what you're going out to do, but you're not like over amped to where now you're just not thinking at all and you're just going like purely off instincts. Like, if that makes any sense, like, yeah. with yeah. street fights or something, I would assume with 90% of people or 99% of people, they're going to go at it way too crazy. And, like, that seeing red bullshit that everybody always talks about. And then after a minute or two, you see these street fights with kids. Like, you remember back in the day watching a couple here or there, I'm sure. But, mm-hmm. like, it'd be like a minute and 30 seconds long. And you're like, is, is that <laughs> it? Are you guys going to keep going? Like, yeah. I'm done. I'm done. I'm bro. tired, man. I'm, I'm tired. Yeah, right. <laughs> My I'm cardio ain't up. themselves out so yeah, it fast. It wasn't your cardio. Like, well, yeah. you were just being a doofus. You just use way too much right. energy, yep. way too fast. So, like, being efficient obviously helps. And, like you said, like, keeping your levels just right at a good medium pace. Like, you do want to be hyped to a certain extent. Like, you know, you want yourself to be loose. You ain't want to be tight right out of the car. But, like, you also don't want to be so crazy that when you get in there, it's a minute and 30 into the match and you've been holding the dar stroke the whole time and your fucking arms give out and then you're like, oh, now uh, what? Yeah. what do we do now? Now I can't like stop him doing anything. Right. Now, now I can't now I'm throw anything else in. Well, I think that's kind of like what, that's RJ's approach. He said on the last podcast too, to like, like PRing lifts. Like, I think with PR and lifts, it'd be that's way different. I yeah. Feel like. It's just a lot different. It's, but it's so Didn't quick. he say he was going in like super calm and like, he was calm to an extent like so as soon as he actually walked onto like if we're talking about the 905 because okay. i got to see like the entire like preparation leading up to him doing it mm-hmm. he sat down for probably close to 10 minutes i would say of like chilling just sitting there finding like music that he wanted to listen to leading up to it to like i would assume keep his hype up once he walked on the platform it was a whole different like look to him like he was ready to murder what was yeah. in front of him and yeah grips a hold of the bar and then rips it off and now you're done like it's completely done after that with a well that's with a fight yeah. like him like what he's talking about with throwing in a choke for you know 45 seconds or a minute and a half whatever it would be sitting there trying to it's hold draining it. yeah it's gonna drain the fuck out of you yeah and you gotta like pace yourself a lot more than what you would if you were doing just a static lift right there from start to finish yeah i could see that yeah like you can prep yourself to like hold the chokes and hold the body locks you know and hold the back and do all these things like you can prep yourself by holding certain lift points and i have like a dummy that you choke for two minutes you know mm-hmm. if you can hold a choke on that for two minutes as tight as you can you would assume that in competition <laughs> but not when not when your adrenaline spikes because mm-hmm. like i have had jujitsu competitions because i am still young here as of recently where i've just kind of lost it just a bit and then got my head a little off center and then next thing you know i'm like a minute into the match and i was like dead tired (laughs) but i'm normally the guy in the gym that can go forever yeah that's kind of yeah i mean i I could see that i i know that's like it would be similar i guess is like when you're training for any sport and then you get to like the first game or something 
and you're like, oh, let's go yeah. like basketball or whatever it is. And you're like, like hyped or like running down the court. And then you're like, holy fuck, yep. I'm out of shape. But, <laughs> I'm out of shape. But that, that's kind of what, what's something like when you're maybe in the first few, few competitions you've had or whatever it might be, were there things that you get in, into the, the, the competition and you're like, oh, I wasn't ready. Or like, what is that? Like, I wasn't ready for that. Like, I didn't expect this at all. Or like, what's something that like caught you off guard your first few fights? Mm, nothing my first few fights, because you don't know what to expect. And especially for me, I never wrestled. I had never, I had gotten into a couple of smoker boxing matches. I am 2-0 in boxing. It's like okay. some crappy little smoking boxing matches. Yeah, but, it's still boxing, man. Right. <laughs> but uh, in those, I like, I didn't know what to expect. So nothing surprised me. I, or, or maybe everything surprised me. So yeah. it just all seemed, it so all was all coming new. so fast. And then as I did jujitsu the first couple of times, once again, it was like that same thing. I think everything surprised me that was happening. How aggressive the dudes were. Cause like I was 17 when I started. So I, uh, grappled teens in the beginning, but like I grappled a teen for my first match. And then I went up to the men's division the same day. And this was my first competition. And like, just the intensity was crazy. But then like, for my pro for my pro debut i the first the first kid i went against was 17 years old like that's surprising and then like grabbing a hold of him and stuff and it's it's so hard to explain like what surprises you and what doesn't surprise you because like everything surprises me everything surprises me dudes double-legging me off my feet as soon as the (laughs) whistle blows that shit surprises me but like it's not like I haven't prepared for it a thousand times it's not like somebody hasn't double-legged me off my feet a thousand times in training Mm -hmm. and just like you know, at this particular match, I got double leg off, like the whistle blew and he double legged me off my feet and threw me in an arm triangle for like a minute and 32 two minutes, somewhere in that area. I mean, how it squeezing the piss out of my neck. And we stood up and like, I guess that's surprising, but like, I've been there so many times. Well, so, and yeah, you, you just training wise, you just go through so many cycles right. of the right. same thing. And then, but then I guess it is like training with anything, you can train for everything. But then as soon as it's real, right, it's like, holy fuck, like, it's a whole different animal. I feel like, uh, like, thinking about the double, like, right off the whistle, like what you're talking about. Oh, dick move. Yeah, it's annoying as shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. And if, like, people are good at doing it, that, you know, you really can't tell they're going to do it beforehand. Like, it just kind of looks like they're in almost like a relaxed stance. And then they fire off so fucking fast, and you're like, oh, shit. And, you know, they already got you. That's what happened. Yeah. That's what happened. It's, it's the shittiest thing to happen. And then you just hate that person the whole rest of the time. <laughs> but um, what I was actually going to ask you about it was, do you ever do like any, I don't know, I don't want to call it like scouting, but uh, I know like when we were in wrestling, we would kind of watch like other people that were in our weight class being like, okay, this is what they tend to go and do. Or maybe they're really good at doing like a hip toss or some shit like that or a double leg and just kind of like watch for that to know how they're going to try to set something up. I did until you start and guys and you're like, God damn, he's got a good left hand. God, he's got a good right hand. And then you're like, yeah, he can, he's got a good high kick. You know, he can really double leg somebody. And then you forget that like, you can do all those things. You psych yourself out, you overtrain, you hurt yourself. I mean, like I've, I've been through the cycle so many times that like, even though I'm young in my career, I should, I've kind of almost got it down to a T to where I'm not like killing myself during training or psyching myself out. So back to that point is like, I don't watch anybody anymore. They they sign names come through my phone. I sign contracts and I send them out and I show up. 
pretty much. So you don't time. look at like tendencies they have or anything like that? Shit. I don't look at records. I don't look at names. I don't look at Instagrams. I don't look at nothing. We just show up and we just fight. Because like, what else? We're going to fight anyway. I'm going to fight him regardless. Regardless of if he's 10-0 and or 10-1 and or if he chokes everybody unconscious or... I mean, at this point, like, for MMA-wise, I'm just looking for fights, so I'll just take kind of whatever. And for jujitsu wise you signed up for the tournament, so, like, I'll, I'll see you then. Yeah. So, like, do your coaches at all do anything like that and just kind of, like, factor that into the, no. I guess, uh, whatever it would be, like, the program that you guys have of, like, maybe they're really good at their ground game or something, so you guys are working on ground stuff. A lot more, maybe for like that train program, like a camp or a camp. They can't. Thank you. That's what I was That's trying to think of the whole time, and I was like, I can't like think of what that word camp. is. I'm in like a training camp all the time because yeah. I'm, I'm young in my career and I'm. And you I'm just 21, need, you so just like, want fights, right? Like that's the... so like the the whole goal is to just be ready all the time. Like I just got I just had my pro grappling debut, and then they're getting ready. My I come into the gym, and my coach is like, "You want to grapple March 27th?" Yep. Yeah. And then like, you know. And always stay ready because if somebody asks me to take a MMA fight in between there, I'll do it. Yeah, I don't. I don't really mind short notice because I'm always ready and because I don't look people up. So like, it doesn't really matter if they're a wrestler or if they're a striker because like, I'm just gonna assume and we'll just call it good confidence that I'm better than everybody that I'm gonna fight on the ground. Yeah. So that's, the only thing that I can work on is my striking. Continue to grapple, of course, mm-hmm. and continue to do oh, what yeah. I've done. But like when, say I get a fight and we're like a week or two out, I'll just, I'll just hammer on the striking. Continue with my same grappling pace, but really hammer on the striking. Because like, nobody's going to out-grapple me. Highly doubt it. Yeah. I mean, no. hope, hope, hope <laughs> yeah, not. Yeah. Right. What's like uh, getting into that scene, were there any like barriers or like things that like you like really had to overcome to get into the you know the jujitsu into that other than just getting better at it I'm scared to lose yeah like terrified like i actually didn't want to compete for a long time because i was so scared to lose and like same thing with mma i fought once in mma and then i liked that one and oh so much that i was like i just just keep it fight again like fuck it. <laughs> but then i fight again then i fight again and now i'm to the point where i can't really find fights but the other point is is like i forget what i was saying Ask me actually. Uh, something about barriers, like barriers. Oh yeah, to getting yeah, into. overcome any barriers, oh. to like to get into it. Yeah, that was just being scared to lose. Yeah, and like as I get farther into my career, I find that it's easier to compete more and more because I'm not that I have like lost a whole bunch because I haven't, but it is getting easier to compete as I as I watch guys like that are way better than me lose. It's like every, everybody loses. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So like I'd say that's the biggest barrier for me was scared of competition, but not. Not because of who it was or scared of getting hurt or getting choked out. It was just, I, I fucking hate losing. <laughs> I hate losing just like the next guy hates losing. Yeah. Now you said, uh, like, I mean, this is off camera. This and we were just like bullshitting and whatnot beforehand. But uh, you started doing a little bit of wrestling, like, now. Mm-hmm. Since you've been doing, like, the MMA stuff and whatnot, getting ready for it. Do you find it was, like, not crazy hard to transition into learning wrestling? Since you did, like, you had that extensive BJJ background. Well, I'll tell you what. However, like, jujitsu and wrestling are both on the ground. Mm-hmm. So different. And, like, you said you did both. You obviously know. They're really different. I had such a hard time trying to get myself to be okay with being on my back. Right. That's what everybody says. I fucking hated it. If, I felt like, uh, 
You know, like the memes of like the turtles being on their back and they're stuck. <laughs> That's what I felt like. So I was like, I'm not supposed to be here. I should not be here. Yeah. But like a lot of wrestlers, they don't, they, they hate that feeling so much. They'll try to get up so hard that they'll end up giving up their back. But mm-hmm. like transferring into wrestling was like, it was kind of hard. Cause like I had gone into wrestling practice and I had like, um, Abe Frizzell was really good when we were in high school. Oh, yeah. Terry Gage was really good. They were also two of my good friends. And we wrestled all the time. We wrestled at the mats at my house. We wrestled after school. We wrestled all the time. So, like, having those two growing up with them, I mean, that had to have helped a little bit because they just yeah. they taught me everything they knew. Mm-hmm. And they were both funky, and they both had two completely different styles. So I picked up what I liked from this guy and picked up what I liked from this guy, and I worked for, with them both for about, like, two years apiece. So that's four years of wrestling. And for- then... From what I can remember about Abe was he was like a really bad cat wrestler. Not bad, meaning like he wasn't bad. good at it. I meant like yeah, it was bad annoying bad. to go against him because he was a cat wrestler. And for those of you that don't know, cat, like usually their knees are down on the mat. They're a lot lower to the mat and they can just do some Almost weird, like funky a shit. Lineman stance type deal. Kind of, yeah. It's funky as shit and it is so annoying to go against. But luckily he was you know, hundred pounds when we were so in high school. With him? Yeah. So I could just like throw him like, it didn't matter. <laughs> I was, you know, like 60 pounds heavier than him all the time. Well, now that you're getting into the professional scene is, and this may be a no, but is there like, are you like, are you on that track to look for like sponsors or, you know, are you looking for like income to go to different places or are you trying to pretty much grassroots everything? I mean, I got like local sponsors around here, of course, yeah. but homegrown as they come. I mean, I train out of my garage. I don't go to anywhere big. To, I mean, I go to a big place to spar, but like as for my striking knowledge, like it comes from my brother who's never done any striking at all. He just studies and we just love the sport and we love it together. And like we've learned and grow so much that like. Don't have to be a good athlete, be a good coach. Yeah. Yeah. But it's true. It is. It's so true. But. As for sponsors and stuff, just local, local, local things. Yeah, well, I just want to mention that because, I mean, we have a lot of people that watch, so. You want to shout out uh, the gym you go to? Oh, yeah. My gym is Tense Planet Newark. Um, I go to another gym in uh, Pittsburgh. It's Stout Henzo Gracie, and there's a bunch of good baby weights up there. That's what we call ourselves, 145 and below. Shout out to all those dudes. Yeah. Um, I feel like I heard it on Josh's podcast, but I could be wrong. Didn't uh, Ten Planet or Tenth Planet? I'm sorry, under Eddie Bravo. Yeah. Right. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I was getting that right in my mind. Of we actually went up to L.A. this past summer and hung out with him and did jujitsu for like a whole week. We just we just trained the whole hung out in L.A. with Eddie Bravo and his penthouse. It was pretty. Yeah, that's why you can't yeah. beat that, right? I mean, made me feel bougie for like <laughs> for like a day or two. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's the best. I we went to Las Vegas this summer and. Some guy, he's like the local guy, but guy, business owner. And he's like, yeah, we're renting like the penthouse and all this stuff. And I was like looking around and like we got in this place. I was like, where's my room? He's like, oh, it's like, there's like 20 rooms in this thing. And you're like, this is awesome. Like you feel so cool. Like hanging out. You just go there for a vacation? Yeah. We were just vacationing. Business related? No, (laughs) none. (laughs) No business at all. I just was there. I just, I mean, it was... If, it, if you could get anything out of it, it would have been, I was hanging out with these guys that own these businesses around town. Okay, okay. Outside of that, I mean, we built good relationships from it, but it was just, it was just a lot of fun. I know I've brought up the cruise for like every one of my out of the state <laughs> stories, but 
that was the only time in my life I ever felt like I was rich is because when we get off that boat, the places we were at was like so poor that like $5 was a lot. Oh, yeah. Like $60 got me all the food and drinks I wanted Where at this, this one place. Was this Caribbean? Uh, yeah. Uh, Royal Caribbean. They were like, where did, was that where the cruise was? Was like in that area? I guess. I don't know. Yeah. We went, <laughs> I don't know. They just put we me on a boat, like, man. I have no idea. <laughs> we went to like Honduras. Uh, yeah. We went to a couple different places in Mexico. Well, that's like, that is the craziest part about getting out of the country. Yeah. Like I went on a mission trip in like 2018 or something like that. We went to Guyana or Guyana, whatever you want to call it. Um, and hey, Britt. Yeah. we I read the, like my whole journal about it to her one night. <laughs> I'm so sorry for you, Brett. God, we had <laughs> nothing better. To do. Nothing we were better stuck to do. here. We had nothing better to do. Yeah. I'm sure there was something I, better, and that's watch videos. I can imagine like 15 things offhand that would have been oh, better. Oh yeah, you could have easily <laughs> untangled these wires down here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> no, they literally—that's the thing. We clean this, not clean, but like we move everything like every like A two lot. days, and so I'm just like, they're there, they're set up. But uh, no, we uh, so we went down there, and it's like it puts everything into perspective. Like even like this is a poor area in the United States. Like it's Appalachia, Ohio, but like to go down there, like they're like, here's your, like where we're keeping you. It's the best place we have in town. It's just like a little schoolhouse, you know? And you're like, like, you know, like a bedroom and like your bed has a net over it. So you don't get like Zika virus and like, what's the other one? Ma malaria. Like mm -hmm. you can get malaria if you get bit and all that stuff. So it's like, man, like, like we it's just crazy. Because you're having to read through. Or, yeah. uh, she's like, oh my gosh. PTSD from yeah. his journal. Uh, <laughs> no, it was, it was a good journal. There were like one or two good quotes in there. And then the rest is just like me. I, I just, like, I fully remember. Uh, see, I don't know what to do with my hands now. You got me thinking about it. Uh, <laughs> I fully remember one of the places we were at in Mexico. Uh, we stopped at this bar. And this is like, we walked from... Uh, the cruise line to like the beach so on our way back i was like i'm gonna stop at this bar so i stopped and i was getting a beer and i was like how much is it and they told me in pesos and i was like i have no idea what that is so i gave them uh i think it was like two one dollar bills i had and they gave me change back and i was like wow how much was this and you know, like i'm trying to figure it out in my head of like how much they gave me back so I was you like, gave him so much money. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, whoa, <laughs> well, sir. Well, what I was, I was like, you want to go to the back? Is that what you're asking? What I was thinking was like bars around here, or like even on the cruise line, they were more than $2. When I think cheap bar, I think wagon wheel and it's like a $2 beer. Yeah. Like, yeah. So they gave me change back. And I was like, huh? So I was like, can I get another one? And they were like, yeah. And I gave I gave them the, all the change back they gave me. And they gave it all back to you. And, and I still had change back. I was like, how does this work? I was like, this is great. I could bring a five in here and get just slaughtered. Um, no, that's my next trip I want to make is to Belize. And it's just Belize. I, it's I have down. no fucking idea where Belize is. I know. Is. I was trying to reference it for you. It's oh. down. Oh. So, <laughs> it's like Central America. Thank you. But what's so cool about it is you can go there and it's an english pro it's some province so their national language is english so like you don't have to like be like what's that sign say or like you know like you can read all the road signs you can drive like your car like you not your car but you can drive a car down there but everything converts like two of their dollars is one here so like if something's 10 bucks you give them five bucks us and they'll take it so it's like so convenient because you can just take us dollars and you don't have to be like go exchange it and do all this and do all that and it's like 
it's pretty and it's central america like it's warm it's it's a nice little area it's not it's up and coming to put it that way you've been outside of the country yeah a couple of times i've been to mexico i mean don't tell me what part because <laughs> no I get you. hey i just said the places that they told me i went we could have been you know in just south texas for all i know i've been to mexico <laughs> twice once when i was like 12 i went scuba diving Ooh. blew my eardrums out <laughs> oh yeah you wouldn't uh clearing yours wouldn't regulate no, i was clearing them too much and i oh, blew my own okay, eardrums okay. out never again uh, so you know mexico not, not my thing gotcha. <laughs> maybe it's that. just scuba diving <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's not just count the whole you know no Me- mexico the second time though i was like 19 or 20 so it worked out it was a good time yeah gotcha. now I, and that's the thing too is in other countries like the legal age is 18 to do a lot right. of stuff that's when you go from like a green wristband to a purple wristband, you can get all you can eat or all you can drink. Yeah. <laughs> all you, all you can I was like, all you can eat. I was like, I'm pretty sure you could do that under 18. I mean, it was positive for that. Oh, no, that's that. Yeah. I love oh, getting out of the area. It's, it's, it's nice for a little bit, but I find that, and it, I don't know if it's the same thing with, with, with what you're doing, but I find getting away or like, even if it's, for example, going out and, and hanging out with Eddie Bravo or something like that, if you get away for a little bit, and then come back it like refocuses you on like at least me like i get like if i'm if i sit in here for like five six months at a time i'm like the fifth month i'm just sitting here i'm like this is horrible like i can't focus on anything i can't edit anything and then i'll go to like film like adam down in the gulf coast or something and it's all his stuff but then when i get back here i'm like all right now i'm ready like i'm ready to actually get shit done again you kind of get like a taste for like where you want to be at or something like that yeah of where you want to maybe progress maybe i mean i could i wouldn't even say like you get complacent because you really don't get complacent because you want to continue to do do your thing and like level up and get better so like i guess every once in a while just getting out and getting out and about like yeah you train so much and you have like two or three big jujitsu tournaments or maybe an mma fight or two and you're like fuck i just need to get out i suppose that's true yeah is like, it so is there like a season or is it pretty much any all i mean obviously you could fight any time february is the only time the mma is not going on okay. and jiu-jitsu is like also pretty not going on in february okay i think it might be january is there like a prime time january then? or february one of the two there's not a whole lot of jiu-jitsu going on but i can't say february because at the moment it's booming i think it's january is the month there's like one month out of the whole year where there's like not very much combat sports going on mm. i'm not sure why yeah i have no idea I, I feel like any time that i don't see it it's just because i'm not like trying to like i'm not trying to buy like the ufc fight pass or something like that like i'm usually watching it on youtube anyway it doesn't matter <laughs> i was watching it today actually when he walked yeah. up to me was, so is is there like a is there someone not you would mo- but like are there guys like you look up to 100 percent. like yeah like who are some of those people and like what like do you, are you like the, yeah trevor it's trevor yeah yeah I want to be able to lift a lot of weights and be bald. <laughs> He's out there shaking yeah. me being bald. All right. We can do one of those things for you right now. <laughs> Get the clippers. I don't need anybody's help. <laughs> I wasn't talking about we'll the lifting. But no, who's some guys like you like look up to or you're like, that's like, is there anyone that got you into it that you're like, man, like they're the reason like I wanted to like start doing this. Man, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say that. I just, I had done so many team sports, and that shit just did not work out. But I was an athlete, and like, Relying it's, on it's other hard people. to say. It's hard to like 
tell yourself you're good enough and continue to get put down and then be like, oh, well, it's the coach. It's the coach. It's the co How many coaches is it? Mm -hmm. Are you just not good anymore or is it the coach? You know? So then, like, you get into a sport where it's just one-on-one -on -one and then, like, and then you're like, it, it was the matter. coach. My, my coach doesn't matter now. <laughs> yeah. like, he, can, he can be there and help me, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. So like, I like that. I think that's kind of cool. I think that's why I like lifting. I mean, I'm not competing, but... Like, but I it's know, all you. Yeah, right? It's like I'm fighting myself, essentially, like to get better. 100%. Versus like a team sport. Like you have to... Like they might not like you. They might favor people. Yeah. I get Which, that. I mean, it's, it's going to happen with like team sports that's why trevor exclusively Everywhere. runs the kids in track that are all at least six five what do you mean like i, I don't know I, I was <laughs> no you, I you, you all the kids equally just so everyone knows trevor does pick favorites i think like regardless you're always gonna have <laughs> no, no no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna try to like sidestep i'm just kidding you're always gonna have like uh i, I would say as a coach you're always gonna have people that like yeah, you gel better with, or you know, you just naturally get along with better, or you like them more. But it's making sure you're still treating them the same as what you're treating everybody else. Right. Like you're not just being like, all right, you know, hey, you're one of my favorite kids. Like you're not gonna, you're not gonna do the burpee broad jump suicides that I'm gonna make the rest of the kids do. Like you had, <laughs> like take a load off. You're good. Uh, take a load off. Yeah, get uh, you a drink. You know, do something. Yeah, I don't know. That was the thing I found with like high school sports around here it was just a lot of like i don't know hey, hey. Uh, there's a lot of favoritism there yeah there is yeah 100 percent. so yeah. you know you see it and you're like what am i gonna do like you know you're 16 15 years old like what are you gonna do about it like you can try you can training it better but at some point you can only train so much before they either a give you a chance or b don't right like i mean you could also like say something to the you know the coaches that you notice that do it and that can as, go one of two kid. ways right oh yeah that can go one of two ways <laughs> i tried them did you yeah <laughs> trevor out like coach i had sat down with he coach. said she said oh you sat down with some coaches yeah, oh yeah i also sat down with some coaches. yeah i was like this is bullshit out. yeah <laughs> the, uh, one of them did not work out at all uh one of them didn't work out and then we had to have another meeting because it didn't go well at all and then, uh, yeah, we just kept arguing the whole rest of the year. And then I was like, all right. Same. Yeah. Deuces, man. Yeah. No, I see. That was my problem was I was non-confrontational. I was just like, I was there. I was just there to be there. But at the same time, even, I mean, I'll go like even in baseball, like I was okay at baseball. I was pretty good. Like nine years old, like till I was like literally into high school, high school. I said that. So <laughs> I was playing third base. Like that's my spot. That's what I do. That's what I'm here for. Like, let, just let me swing a bat and play third base. That's all I want to do. Mm -hmm. Like, I was playing when I was nine. I was playing, I guess, before like they split little league up. Like, I was playing 12 year olds. I was out there. Like a badass. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I, I was literally, literally, we were, I was on. Did you play little league, either of you? I did, yeah. Hard. Who'd you guys yeah. play for? What team? Bysville Red Sox. Were you Bysville? Yeah. Okay. Who'd you play for? I was also Bysville Red Sox. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was the Senegaville Indians you until. <laughs> but I, I, I just remember our like present my nine-year-old year i was like we had like it was a full team of 12 year olds and so we started what is it eight yeah we started eight 
12 year olds and me <laughs> i was just like this little dude <laughs> like five foot nothing like standing there like like what the fuck's that guy doing <laughs> they're like oh you wait you wait and so i like i was good like i was good at baseball and then i get to high school no like we had no seniors we had like three juniors maybe no we had three sophomores and like two juniors so we had a clean slate to like really and like six freshmen we had a clean slate to start building a team for like two years later right mm -hmm. where am i i'm like right field <laughs> like right field left field like and, and it wasn't like we started six freshmen that year so we went like two and 20 like we were bad I'm like, like, let me just let me play there. Let me like get some experience. And then so I ended up playing outfield my whole baseball career. And that was oh, what a wreck. What, what position did you play? Do you remember? Shortstop, center. Oh, so he, base. so he was good. Okay. Never mind. Yeah. Damn. If, damn. Oh, okay. He's still I, going. I played, I played like all Running back, place. quarterback. Second, second base. <laughs> Left, Everywhere. Right, third. No. <laughs> Have you ever seen that guy? Uh, I can't remember his name, but like he has the goggles on and he walks up and he's like holding a football and they're like, you know, they're saying what positions they play. And he's like, running back, quarterback, <laughs> lineman, uh, right guard, left guard, uh, defensive tackle. Uh, coach, assistant coach, <laughs> <laughs> uh, broadcaster. Like he names off every possible thing you think of associated with the game, yeah. and that's the entire video. It's just saying like what position you play. Oh my, no, but yeah, I don't know. Anyway, into like sports and stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I could see that. I could see where you like doing the the individual competition stuff because I didn't like I I wasn't really an athlete until like. I'm not. I, I said that like I am now. <laughs> but like I, I didn't take fitness or like competition seriously until probably like two years ago. And like now I like enjoy beating people's ass in the gym. Like mm -hmm. that's fun to me. Yeah. Whereas like before I just like fuck around. Like, you know, I'd try like in high school, I would go out and they'd be like, yeah, we're going to do this and that. OK, you would you would work hard. Or, well, and that's the thing. I don't know. Like I can't gauge my hard working level. From high school to now but i work hard and it'd be like nothing like just you're just there like you're just extra yeah and you're like well why would i go harder into this if i know nothing's coming of it where yeah you said when you're in high school it's hard to judge how hard you were working i can tell you for a fact if i would have worked this hard at basketball or baseball or even i didn't play football but let's just yeah. fucking say it football and I wanted a wide receiver position or I wanted a safety position. I have the skills where I, if I would have worked as hard as I'm working now, yeah. I could have played any of those positions. I, I really believe that. And I could have played any sport I wanted to if I would have put the work in that I put in now to this. So like, That's it, fair it's too. so hard to judge how yeah. your work ethic in high school because it wasn't shit compared to it is now because you don't have the will and the want. Right. I, I, I agree with that a I, lot. I've said it before of like looking back at uh, even like the, real bullshit like lifting programs we had and stuff i was like man if i'd have taken those serious back in high Any school of them. yeah oh i would have been fucking jacked like i would have murdered people and i th i think about that like i feel like it was almost like a mental thing like at that age there were some like there were some people that were mentally mature enough to like understand that and mm -hmm. understand but i think maybe like for me like i was like yeah i'm lifting or like yeah i'm doing this but i don't know if it was to intensity right like like at that age you're like I, I think i'm working hard but then now 
now that we're older and like we're doing shit, it's like, oh, like I can output this much. I know, like, I know I can go this hard. It's going to hurt, but who cares? Mm -hmm. And so that, yeah, I agree with that a hundred percent of like how much. Back Dude. in the day, the trap bar hurt your traps. And you're like, that's a good day in the gym for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, man. <laughs> but like no, now, I... now you would be like, now it's almost you'd be to the point where you'd let your traps be sore as fuck for having that bar sit on it. But yeah. you, don't, you don't care. Right. You're yeah. probably going to do it tomorrow, too. My legs are sore as fuck right now. <laughs> like, super sore. I went on a walk last night just, <laughs> just to do it. I was just, like, yeah. yeah. How was that walk? It sucked ass. It's a long walk, wasn't it? You fuck yeah, it was. Uh, I was leaving the gym after I did like, I think I walked or not walked. I jogged a couple miles and then I did a full leg day, and I tried to walk again after, and I was like, nah, like I'm just, I'm not feeling it. like I'm wheelchaired out the gym, dude. I was dead. <laughs> I'm driving home and then I get a text from this one girl that was like, hey, uh, you want to come walk my dog with me? I was like, yeah. And so I get there, and she was like, we usually take, like, really lengthy walks. And I was like, is that right? And she was <laughs> like, yeah. And so we walked all across this fucking campus, like, uphill, downhill, side streets I've never even been on. Like, I've only walked this town drunk. So, like, walking through it fully sober, I was like, holy shit, this is a lot bigger than <laughs> I thought it, it was. And he's like, yeah. Yeah. I was this like, is beautiful. Fuck, I didn't even <laughs> had this It's like a new here. place. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I did, yeah, I get that. Like, I... I went and did those double unders last week, and I could I couldn't walk for like I could, but barely like I couldn't run. I couldn't go do yeah. nothing. <laughs> you were like, "Speed that treadmill!" I'm like, yeah. "I can't." It's like I can't do it. I mean, I probably realistically, I probably could have, but oh, I mean, I remember the day where you were like, "Hey, you want to see my heart rate go to 200?" And I was like, "Sure." Did you do it? It probably you got it to like 190s, probably. But I couldn't get. I couldn't get. The, it wouldn't let me hold the uh, heart rate monitor. Yeah over like three speeds so uh, i was like running it i thought you was talking like a chest one or like a watch i, I want to yeah. get one of the, what are those ones what is the chest one i mean i have a chest one and i wear it i wore it a little bit and it was just kind of a hassle more than anything like, does it feel like it constricts because i've never used them so um, i don't know like i don't for think those it constricts anything but like well how am i supposed to wear that watch or a little piece on my chest when i'm grappling people and slamming you on your head oh like, no you can't do yeah. that. it doesn't make sense yeah. So, like, I can do it when I'm on the bicycle, but my heart rate when I'm on the bicycle won't compare to my heart rate while I'm, right. when I'm grappling or when yeah. I'm fighting. See, like, I'll use this all the time when I'm doing stuff that's, like, not, I guess, intrusive on, like, my wrist mobility. Or, or for, like, grappling, you're having people grab you and shit all <laughs> right. the time, so I could see how that could snag or rip off or something. But if I'm, like, benching where, you know, I got to worry about now my... Right. Wrist. I'm not wearing this fucking thing. Like, it's tossed first yeah. thing. And then now I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't know like, what my heart rate was, which it doesn't matter when I'm doing that. Right. But yeah, yeah, that would be interesting. What? Like, seeing what, like, your max, like, your max heart rate is, like, the highest in, I've like, seen, what you're wanting to see it in. The highest I've seen mine go up to on anything was at deadlift in one time. Uh, granted, I was on a lot of caffeine and beta. Um, but I think it was 202 or 205. Yeah. That's what it showed up as on there. And I was like, that's, that's pretty that's high. Cool. I don't that's know how good. you guys are getting this, these high numbers really? like this. No, I walk into competition at like a 94 heartbeat. Huh. Oh, no, this was sometimes, like. Sometimes lower, depending on how, on how calm I can get myself. This was uh, when I was doing like a real heavy set. But I was trying to do it for multiple reps and like. I think it was 92% of what a one rep max was. So it wasn't supposed to be for, I think, five reps. 
but it was. But it, <laughs> but it ended up being that because I was like, I can do this for sure. So I did it, and when I got done, yeah, I was fucking floored. Couldn't do shit the rest of the time. But, no, I know. I've seen mine at 195. I'm sure I've probably hit two, give, it, give or take, but I've seen it on, on a wristwatch at 195 before. Yeah. But I can get my, like, when I'm, like, thinking about it, or, like, when I always, I used to wear my Fitbit all the time, I could, like, get my resting heart rate down to, like, 40. Like, oh my God, 45, that's fucking, give or like, take. marathon heart rate right it was, there. Well, that was when I was only, like, that was when I first started working out, and I was only running. Oh, okay. Like, I wasn't doing any, like, lifting or anything, and I was just, I was like, I gotta get some, I gotta cut some fat out. I was like, say, like, I'm happy when I see mine's, like, in the 80s. Like, Well, not, traditionally, it's around, like, a <laughs> 60, but... I don't know. Heart rate. You have a heart rate. Me? me? Yeah. I would hope so. It's a little frail. Yours is like three, and it? it just beats <laughs> yes. once every yeah. thirty seconds. Yes. No, we we went out there and played volley, volleyball. <laughs> I I like hit it hard once, and it like went past, and then she ran and got it and came back. And she's like, "Whoo!" <laughs> heart rate two hundred five. Yeah. <laughs> I was like tired already. <laughs> Was, but it was the it was the day it was like sixty degrees outside like two days ago it was nice it was really nice out there who's uh who's got to be like one of your favorite fighters of all time like MMA wise Donald Cowboy Cerrone gotta be oh my god gotta be <sighs> he's good I like just, I like Cerrone but just a goddamn cowboy how can you not like that shit I didn't, I didn't yeah. say I didn't like him I just as a number one Cerrone <laughs> I'm I'm I like him and I like Thug Nasty Bryce Mitchell. And it's because he's a hell of a grappler, and he's just a grimy son of a bitch. And I, say, I have no idea who this person is. He's from Arkansas. He's new into the UFC, 145-pounder. Okay. Grapples everybody, like Khabib-style grappling. Mm. Like, oh, Khabib puts, was fucking crazy. Right, puts him up against the cage, beats the shit out of him. But he norm he submits a little bit more. His BJJ is a little bit more well-rounded. Well, I don't know about well-rounded, but he hasn't quite fought the opposition. But, I mean pretty good well-rounded wise but i like those guys just because they're just like i told you earlier about like the sponsors which i'm always looking for sponsors but i do like being homegrown and i do like having everything happen from right around, around here, here. And yeah. like, because nobody was helping me out before right and like so i, I start now right right but i also i also understand that shit's needed money's and, yeah right and obviously i have to provide for myself to be able to do these competitions and to continue to get to where i want so i'm gonna have to venture out but like you know what i'm trying to say i like i like just keeping it around here so those guys those donald cerrones who bought a farm in mexico and never fucking left Mm -hmm. or thug nasty who makes you know 60k every time he fights but he still lives in a camper you know that should you know that should makes me happy because like i see how they didn't how little they have and like how happy they are but they, they do have everything right but like they don't have to show you that they have everything yeah. Like Donald's a bit different because he's got like a whole ass ranch and gym <laughs> right. and everything. Well, I feel like that but, was what he had in mind long working right, towards. Right, yeah. right. Before he was racing razors in the desert and shit and having sponsors from Monster. Yeah. I mean, he did just have a little farm and just hang out. Like, right. So, like, I like those type of guys. So, Donald Cerrone, and it breaks my heart every time his old ass loses now. <laughs> Bro, I, like, one of the fights that sticks in my mind is him and Conor McGregor. And. I was so hyped for that fight because I've, I've been on McGregor's bandwagon for years. When they were fighting, I was like leading up to it. We're all getting like plastered drunk that night and mm-hmm. whatnot, having a good time. And so happy to watch this fight. 
and then fight goes off and it ends in like i think it was 41 seconds and I was like, <laughs> you gotta be fucking kidding i was so mad i was mad at cerrone because he lost it like that quick and then i was mad at mcgregor for finishing it that quick well, it was like, come on, finish it out for like, stretch it out for a round. God damn it. Like $69 worth of paper. Yeah, yeah, Thank you. Yeah. Give me five rounds. Yeah. Wasn't, uh, was, was Askren Mostoval, was that the main event? Dude, that, that was, was the fastest knockout That might ever. have been the co-main for, that was the it co-main was event for fight, something. wasn't it? Like Nunez and somebody? Um, Maybe. But yeah, because I just remember, I was like, oh, let, like, let's go. And then boom, he's just out. Yeah. I was like, all right, sick. Yeah. Who's your favorite? My favorite of all time, it's got to be GSP. I know, I feel like a lot of people would say GSP. Weren't they doing a, weren't, weren't there talks of a grappling yeah. match with him and yeah. uh, Khabib? Yeah. They That'd just, be interesting. He uh, just posted on his Instagram the other day, mm-hmm. and that's got me hyped as fuck. It's weird to see GSP with hair, too. That, that bugs me every time I see it. Um, but GSP... It's a pretty nice head of hair. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Throughout his whole career, I thought he had a terrible receding hairline. Yeah, I thought he was. But super it turns bald. out the motherfucker can grow hair. Yeah, how incredible. Yeah, I haven't seen. I'm gonna look him up. Um, he was in yet. one of the Avengers movies, um, like Captain America. I think so. Yeah, you were right. What's that? How incredible is that? What you were right. You said what? Is? What was? What was the undercard? Or what card Nunez. was Jorge, Jorge Masvidal on against Ben Askren? And he said. Amanda Nunes and somebody else. And well, you know it was. Was it Chris I mean, Amanda Nunes and Holly Holm. Oh, and then yeah. the main event was John Jones and Diego Santos, which was UFC 239. Sorry to interrupt you. Man. You're good. Got to pull up the facts. Oh, you're <laughs> good. I like it. Uh, oh, yeah. Dude, I felt bad for Nunez the last fight she was in with Juliana Pena. Come on, that's a good but, story, though. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah it <laughs> is. Oh. Fuck yeah, it is. Juliana Pena shares the same birthday as me. Uh, she's my new like favorite celebrity that shares my birthday um but uh yeah gsp dude no idea he grew hair for a long time then i think it was like the first couple months after he retired uh like the second time i guess full head of hair yeah (laughs) full ass head of hair i was like what the fuck i have a lot of he trains with faras sahabi which i'm not sure if you guys know who that is but Mm -hmm. he's a canadian guy it's GSP's main head coach, and actually, I think he switched gyms. But anyway, it was at the time, and I'm thinking he was bald because if I punched you, you have a lot of hair, and your hair would wobble when I hit you, and it would make it look way worse than it was. But if I hit you in the head, it would look way different. (laughs) It would look way different, though. Yeah, correct. Yeah, because you don't have that. Just from like a judge's perspective, behind it. Mm -hmm. So like. It could have been. It could have been that. I mean, Farasa Hobby is the one that uh, had them do like the nipple thing, wasn't it? What was it? The nipple <laughs> thing. Did you ever notice GSP doing that? Oh, he did. Yeah, his nipples. He yeah, did. yeah. Because there was a couple was other guys that was from that gym. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Dude, like you're gonna have to watch the breakdown video. They do that because they show all the guys that went and trained either like trained with GSP for a long time, or uh, I guess were like probably out of the same like camp. I would guess. Mm-hmm. But it was a mental thing with them. Yeah. Something about pinching the nipples, like, got them to, like, I, flip the switch and be like, I'm ready. <laughs> and that's what it was. I think Joe asked him, maybe on their pod. Maybe it was. Because I've, I've heard that from somewhere besides I, you. I remember watching uh, the documentary they did on GSP, and uh, they fucked with him about the nipples thing, because mm-hmm. he did it, like, in training, too. He would, like... <laughs> lick his thumbs and then oh he wasn't doing it really nipples. hard I figured you'd do it like extremely extremely hard just it hurt <laughs> just hurts enough to well like before you get in the cage I don't know some guys like like them like 
I've been slapped a few times. Like mm-hmm. it depends on what kind of mood I'm in. Like if I'm if my heart beats at like a fifty five, I'd like somebody to slap me up a little bit so I can at least get to like a ninety. Right. You know? Yeah. But like some guys they go in there and they like to get beat red before they walk in there. Yeah. Just depends on the mentality. I remember there was people uh, like in wrestling that would do the same shit. They would get the fuck slapped out of them before they'd walk onto wow. the mat. Ow. Yeah. I'm like, Ow. why would you even do that? Yeah. I'm just over there playing like my own mental game. What's up, Johnny? What's up, baby? Howdy, howdy. We missed you for the uh, national anthem. <laughs> no, I'm good, buddy. I got some. <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't know. That's, I guess everyone has their like thing they like to do. Yeah. Right? Um, something random I've been thinking about and I just haven't asked you yet about the cauliflower mm-hmm. I had like the babiest little amount over here no sorry this one mm-hmm. and like can't even tell anymore you ever have to get like yours drained and stuff or mm-hmm. that little bit you got up here at the top you got just the tiniest bit <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it was bad it was bad it took like three months for this one to heal and I just kept draining it and draining it. I actually would go to training and I'd train and I'd drain it before training and it would be completely flat <laughs> and then it'd get hit a couple times and I'd run in the bathroom and I'd drain it a few times and then I'd go back out and I'd roll some more and then I'd go back in the bathroom <laughs> and I'd drain it and my coach came out and he's like, who's leaving needles in the bathroom? <laughs> like, we're all doing a bunch of drugs. <laughs> like, I was like, sorry. My bad. But I got surgery on this one because it was actually, this one was the worst ear. I got punched in my second MMA fight and it blew up mm. but i went and got my mom made me my mom made me, and she paid for it so like yeah, might, might as well take it right yeah so um went and got a surgery like kind of like a plastic surgery they like cast they drained it and then they casted the ear to itself so that there would be no calcium in between and mm. then i had the cast on and i went and grappled and trained and sparred and then it hurt really bad then they took the cast off and obviously it didn't like the skin didn't t- Attached back together yeah. so it stayed separated so as soon as i started training again it blew right back up so i had to go back and get a second surgery and now this one looks i mean still it's still fucked up but it's better than it was yeah. like i know you, normally they don't wear headgear at all like doing uh jujitsu at all but did you have to like move over to start doing some headgear just to try to keep that thing being all right or no, just, none no just, just an animal i just went until it hardened up because my coach said what are you gonna like, do? Well, no, I meant after like you got the um, the surgery done the second time. Oh no, I, I just went in and my my mom actually bought me headgear. Like, this is all her doing because I would have just let it look like the other one if it looked yeah. to me. To be honest, because like there's nothing really wrong with it. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. I can get them fixed later in life if I really need to. But like, it's just an ear. It's just an ear, man. Yeah. It's, it's not going to help you do anything really. No, I mean, <laughs> like even like even if you have it really bad, which you don't have it really bad like at least from this ear that i can see and i assume your other one's fine but uh oh who was it like randy couture or somebody theirs looked like it was literally like shut from yeah. how bad theirs was see this one like in comparison to like those guys this ear is not bad no but in comparison to like your ears they're pretty bad but like in control we'll do a normal yeah. dude's ears like kind of bad but i mean the only thing that really affects is sometimes when i'm in the shower some water will get in there because like it's not, it's not like lobe the same way as everybody yeah. else's ears mm-hmm. now. So for some odd reason, water drains in there, which hmm. 
Well, other than that, that's it's it's the mark that, of that's how you know not to fuck with someone when you're out on the street. You're like, you oh no, I go looking for cauliflowers. I be catching. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I remember hearing about uh, you getting in like I'll call it a a fracas or an altercation with someone in high school, and it was somebody I fucking hated at the time. And I'll tell you after because I don't want to like name anybody, but I remember hearing about it, and I remember hearing like you either threw them or tossed them on the ground, something like that. And people split it up real quick because they were like, Tucker's going to fuck him up. Like, and it was after you'd already started doing MMA or not. Might've been just jujitsu. I can't remember. This person one. wasn't in high school, was he? He had just got out of high school, school, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> like, cause he was in my grade. I remember vividly. You know who you are. <laughs> I remember vividly hearing about it, and I was like, ah. yeah. like I just laughed my ass off hearing about it. I was like, ah, Tucker fucked him up. You ever get in any fights in high school? No, or just, in middle school even. No, I just threw people around. Like, like the for couple, fun. like nah, the, <laughs> the couple, like uh, I'll just call them arguments. I got in with people. It was really short. Like it was just we either yell at each other right then or throw somebody into something and then like all right we're gonna do this and then they bitch out yeah Calm that's how this couple went <laughs> people don't normally want to fight to be honest like for the amount of people that piss me off on the interstate and that i try to get to pull over <laughs> i've tried to get some people to pull they over. don't pull over though they're all about it though when they're flipping me the bird and that's telling Brit. me to, you know yep. but when i'm when i'm done flipping them the bird and i just want to fight them they don't want to flip me the bird anymore and it's the same thing with the kids in high school. Everybody yep. want to fight and puff their chest until I'm ready to fight. And then nobody wants to fight anymore. I remember somebody so pulled typical. up behind me at a gas station one time. <laughs> that, like, they were honking at me and mm -hmm. shit, like, as I'm driving. And I pull into the gas station. I'm just getting out of the truck, and I see them pulling behind me. I was like, oh, okay, we're going to do this. <laughs> and this is, like, last year. Like, not even that. It's, like, five months ago. I get last out of the truck, year. and I was like, what the fuck? Hopefully and it wasn't after a leg day. You know, <laughs> no. Give me a sec. Like out of the car. <laughs> like one leg down. I just yell at him and then I hear the truck go into reverse and they and drove right back out and on they went back the way they were going. But yeah, like most, the only ones I had in high school were just like that. Quick, no fight, nothing like that. Over in a second. Bar fight, different. That was bad. That you had sucked. a bar fight? Yeah, I told you I got jumped before. Uh, yeah, it was not fun. I've been slapped by a cowboy. Oh, no way. That's about it. I, I mean, being jumped is disappointing. Being slapped by a cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> that's something different. That's big. That's big. No, I've like, ne I'm like, I'm so chill. Like, people get mad at me. I'm like, uh, I don't care. They think he's gay, like, a lot. They, they do. That's why he slapped me. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> he was actually. really homophobic. <laughs> he was like, ew. <laughs> no. I don't think that's how he slapped you. It if it was a cowboy, he wouldn't. <laughs> he wouldn't do that shit. It broke back. Sorry, it was broke back. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was on the ass. Yeah, I didn't tell you that part. No, I, we, were, we were at DTA, and uh, this girl like flipped this little dude's hat. Sorry, that's offensive. He's my friend now. Flip this dude's hat, and then he turned around, thought it was me, and like I wasn't even looking. Like I was like over here, he slapped me. I just looked at him, like what the fuck? <laughs> like typically, someone would probably is it a backhand or fight. a front hand? I don't know. I was that was pretty. It was that quick. It was just fast. <laughs> He's got speed. His cool hand, Luke. <laughs> He's swinging. The hat came off, and he turned around out of the bar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
That's something you can't teach. You got to have that. All right. That's desire yeah. right there. Yeah. And then he came up. He's like, that's quickness. Yeah. He's like, oh, I thought it was you. I'm like, okay. Did you, like, why would you not ask? Like, I'm not even looking at you. <laughs> like, you thought I'm just like, just like over here, like flipping people's hats. Burned into his mind. He gets the hat flipped off. <laughs> just immediate. First immediate. thing in his path. <laughs> he must listen to that Chris Ledoux song. This cowboy's it? hat. I, I've heard that. I've heard yeah. you don't touch a cowboy's hat. Mm -hmm. I, I have that song. Yeah. Getting jumped wasn't fun though. I, that was also a misunderstanding. Where was that? Uh, Docks. Um, it's off the airport exit, heading towards Zanesville. How many people are considered a jumping? <laughs> this was six guys. All right, I'd say more than two is considered a good jumping. I would say, yeah. Otherwise, yeah. it's a fight. Like if it's two on one, it's a fight. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. Right? Yeah. yeah. More than that, more than that, you're getting jumped. Yeah. So. Yeah, it sucks. Like six guys. That's that's a jumping. Definitely got my ass whipped that night. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the other like guy what that happened? was with me, he got in the car. Like, what led to it? That's my he, friend. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not friends with him. Uh, did not talk to him after that night. Um, so, like, I walk in the bar, and I was with these two girls and this one other guy. Mm. And I should preface this by saying I was not fucking either one of these girls or the guy. And I walked I'm straight. glad you added the guy. <laughs> well, I wasn't I got, fucking either of the girls. I, I, I don't want to leave any room for interpretation. <laughs> I walked straight to the bar. And they go off, like, to my left, talking to a person that was already there. And so I ordered two beers, down the first one, because I was already, like, half lit when I went there. They drove me there. So <laughs> down the first one, I see them getting, like, shoved out of the bar by this guy. And I was like, he must work here, something, you know. I beat them because they were, like, 20, I think. And I was the only 21-year-old. That's why I was just keeping the buzz going. And he was like, come on. <laughs> all right and i finished that second beer and i'm walking out there you know like a fat tick dude my fucking stomach's all swelled up from that beer <laughs> well dude i just downed two beers back to back my stomach's fucking gurgling man and yeah then walk off that second step and i get grabbed and then just start getting hit and kicked and shit and ah oh, where's your friend uh, he was not my friend he was a guy i met that night where's your friend <laughs> he's your he friend now car. like i said he <laughs> got in the car with his girlfriend and they were sitting there watching the other girl that like i knew better she was the one that like brought me along she was like come on and she's grabbing a hold of me and like pulling me out of the car it's like nothing like nothing led to it or like no he thought i was fucking her and he was like obsessed with that girl and so he just and then you got beat up yeah it, ha it happens to <laughs> dude got these shit kicked out of me i'm amazed that hasn't happened to me yet. you know how many people i go hang out with the dta and just yeah i'm surprised i don't fuck any of them I i'm just surprised it's amazing, actually. I think Johnny almost beat my ass one day. I'm I just... got jumped at um, Captain Morgan's by like eight people. Eight? Oh, Captain Morgan's is what it's actually called. Yeah. I was calling it Docks. My bad. It's Morgan. called Captain Morgan's. Where's Captain Morgan's? From Captain Morgan's and the strip club next door. <laughs> yeah, all in one night. But granted, I tried stealing the dude's truck because I was trying to get the fuck up out of there. That's right. yeah. Okay. And by the time I got pulled out of the parking lot, I got ripped out of the truck. <laughs> My buddy started a fight on the inside of the pool table. We were just swinging on people. They grabbed him up, put him behind the bar. The whole fucking side of the bar came running at me, so I went outside. This this old 98 24 valve Cummins was just outside. Put, 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 inside. Nobody was in it, so I tried to get the motherfucker to take off, dude. Nope. I woke up at Genesis Hospital. Last Cummins he ever got in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said, I'll stick to the well, Prius. You know, there's like the side steps there and like the parking lot. Yeah. 
that's where I got grabbed at, like as I was making my step off that little porch. Yep. And yeah. There wasn't a whole lot of like fighting me. Dark. There's no lights out there. No. Mm-hmm. There was not a whole lot of fighting me that was like, I'm going to keep on going. No, I was like, all right. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you let's get in the car. Luckily, I got choked out, so I didn't feel any of it. No, I, I didn't get choked out. out. They, had, they did my stitches and I was gone. Like, I didn't feel any of it. I didn't barely remember it. I do have a picture in my phone of it, though, in the hospital. <laughs> no, the only real like grabbing that they did of me was like a headlock. And that was for maybe a second, because then I was already, like, getting kicked, and I was like, fuck, and I was on the <laughs> ground, yeah. There, there was no real, like, preparation. Like, if I knew I was going out there for a fight, I definitely wouldn't have had my back to the guy. Like, <laughs> I'd at least been looking at him. But... Did you try to stay on your feet? Tried. Attempted. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Maximum effort. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I gave A-plus effort. Like, <laughs> it's definitely there. They almost gave him a contract, but there was no one to see it. <laughs> I saw my dance moves. They said it's too dark. Sorry, we couldn't. We couldn't tell. Yeah, I was. Hey, I tried bobbing and weaving. It's hard to do that when you're on the ground and you don't know where else everybody is. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like Patrick at that Fender point is, you're just rock. moving for shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awful. That's hilarious though. It sucked. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Definitely we'll see wouldn't what... do it again. I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, but you can laugh about it now though because it's over. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's an experience. Did, the girl did go home with me. Did you fuck her? I can't say Hell if yeah. I did or if I did not. Yeah, so it worked out for you. So it worked. That was worth it. I mean, you got a concussion. I don't know if brain damage and sex are equal. <laughs> I mean, it depends. Hey, depends concussions kind of don't play into nothing. They don't play into nothing when it's into sex. <laughs> you're, you're like at your funeral. It's like, what happened? It's like, well, he had a concussion. <laughs> then he decided to go have sex and he just died. If I had any brain bleeding, you know, <laughs> hey, I got rid of that excess blood. Went, <laughs> other yeah. head. He Did said, clear. After getting slapped at the cowboy, by the cowboy? With the cowboy. No. <laughs> <laughs> it really was broke back mountain. <laughs> did you get to um, wear the hat? That or night, no. No, I did not. No, that was. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Usually those were that was in the time of my life when I would just go to DTA and I would just wake up places. Now I don't do that. This you much. don't do that anymore. Mm-mm. It's a good. It's probably for the better. Oh yeah. Waking up around. I would like one time I woke up out here in my car, but like my car was like probably if a train would have come, came by, it was like that close. Like I it might have sideswiped me. <laughs> like I woke up, I was like reverse, <laughs> and then I was like, where's my keys? My keys weren't in the car. <laughs> I was like. Where the fuck's my shoes? My shoes weren't in the, I'm, I might have got raped out back. I don't know. It was By the cowboy. cowboy. It was yeah. the cowboy. It was that night. No, but I literally, like, I was like, what happened? Like, I, it, this was just a random night, and I woke up, and, like, my probably shoes probably hog-tied were, you and everything. Yeah. <laughs> my shoes were, like, laying out here, like, just out in the back. I'm like, there's not a door back there. Like, I, just, I can't come in. Yeah. And then, like, my keys were, like, I think what I thought was this. There's, like, an old door on the back that's, like, where this wall is. I think I thought that was the door or something, because my keys were just laying on the ground, like, right in front of it, but... I was like, I thought, like, I was like, where, I'm gone. Like, you have been pissed drunk. Oh, yeah. No. And why in a vehicle, then? Don't ask questions. <laughs> like, no, you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a, that's an early story, yeah. but uh, in due time. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good point. <laughs> oh, no, that was, that was back in a dark dark time in my life i'm glad you got that behind you this this guy would show up to the gym for like for our workouts like 
And I mind you, in the earlier days, it was definitely like a more sadistic view as like, I got to whip him into shape. So like literal whip. (laughs) So I was like, oh, we're going to have like 10 sets of 10. We're going to have this. We're going to have that. And it would be like horrendous leg days. He would come in severely hungover and dehydrated every day and just be like, all right, coach, like what are we doing? (laughs) And just be fine to go do it. Like he, he would get through it. Like he's not dead now, as you see, but you made it, made it. Yeah. But he would be like pretty, uh, pretty dead by the end. Not like a good push. Yeah. Well, what's what like in I don't know. I think we talked about this last one, but like, what's incredible is like not drinking every day, and like, really, I don't drink at all anymore. I can go in there and like, I'm like, like, because I had the lung capacity during and before, but like the muscle recovery was not there. Like, you know, like your body just can't recover. Like if you're going out and drinking every night, and so like now I'm like, oh shit, I can like do like double, or like I can do it like three times as fast because i'll go over like to crossfit now and just like destroy people it's from just not drinking and like doing some strength training like it's crazy can you do a muscle up no oh, i can't i do a muscle yeah you can do muscle up? oh yeah can you do muscle up mm-hmm. I, can, I can probably i can do consecutive muscle ups really mm-hmm. i can't do consecutive i can't get like the timing right of I feel, letting your arms through my brother always tells me it's because of my form it prob- i can do yeah, a muscle yeah. up but i can only do one it's it, like a. it's like riding a bike yeah, it's like, but I could it's do like a, 50 pull-ups. There, there's like <laughs> yeah, a, I could yeah. do a fuck ton of pull-ups. There's a weird like rhythm to it if you're mm-hmm. doing like a kipping style muscle-up. That like if you're not letting like your head go through your arms far mm-hmm. enough, then you're not going to have like enough of a rebound to move your way back mm-hmm. in. Mm. It's that's all a, like... That's a good top. It, you do like double-unders and like stuff with jump rope. Do I? Yeah. No. Oh, well, it, it's like that. Like, well, at least to equate it to something is like... When you're doing like when you start like training to like do a double under and like more than one, it's like it's rhythm. It's all rhythm. And then once you get it, you're like, holy shit, like this is it's easy. Like and then you right. don't forget how to do it. Like you could not do them for like four or five months. And if, as long as you're doing other shit, you know, you're going to be like still able to do it. It's the same thing. It's just finding that rhythm into it. You, honestly, you might be able to uh, find better success at like cycling through and doing multiple in a row if you tried rings doing like a ring muscle up Mm -hmm. because it's like same concept of what you got to use to get there Mm -hmm. but you can kind of move the rings however you need and you have a little bit more of like a bounce are are you talking with the hold the rings yeah yeah see i've never had rings at our gym we need we need rings and we also need like little like four or five to ten rock climbing pegs for grip strength bro those things are next level if you want to get grip strength (laughs) i have balls right now that i like hang on like they come off my rogue rack and you hang on the balls. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I get you now. They're blue balls, too. <laughs> I mean, if that makes it any better. Yeah. They're just two blue balls. I just hold them. Yeah. So uh, you do strength training stuff, too? Mm-hmm. With 100%. all your stuff? Okay. 100%. I don't know. I've, I've heard of some people that, like, don't do it at all until, like, they're late into a career. And they're I know, like, you can't oh, okay, tell by I'm my going. biceps. I mean, yeah, dude. By my massive sure. biceps. <laughs> but, yeah, I hit the gym. I'm getting there. I've got titties still, but... I mean, I still feel like I do. Still feel like I got a gut and everything. Yeah, but you you lift heavy. I do. You're a deadlifter. No, 
Mm, you're getting there. I'm a lifter. I'll just say that. <laughs> I'm not like I'm not going to specify myself to one. I will not put myself in a box. <laughs> no. no, that's like that's how I am. Like I'm not a deadlift specialist. Like that. like my mindset. Like and this is with anything I do. Like that's why I like like having my own business. That's why like my mindset is like I want to be the best at everything. Like I don't give a fuck what it is. Like I don't care if it's like playing piano. Like if I ever delved into playing piano, like I want to be fucking good at that. Do I want to right now? No, that's not on my repertoire. But that's what I tried doing with the guitar, and then I was like, maybe what if I'm like, that's in there, that's in there somewhere. But like, that's like why I like going to the gym. I'm like, I want to fucking be good at it. Like, and so now it's like, especially like going over here and come like doing like competition where you get to rank yourself against other people. I'm like, I want to beat everyone's ass. Like, mm-hmm. that's what I want to do. So that's like what I'm training for. Like, I'm not necessarily like when we train. I'm not like, I want to get a better, you know. PR, which we are, we're getting, I mean, we bench is going to PR yeah. pretty good, I think. This I think your, well, your squat's definitely going to, well, I guess I should say, like, all of them will. Yeah. Um, well, they should. I mean, ollie from, lifts probably won't, just because we haven't really specified on those at all. They're about the same. I, I mean, I did that 245 squat clean. Oh, yeah. And yeah, it, it was just that. the same as my old max, but it, it hurt. And I was like, I don't want to, like, fuck my back up. Like, but if we, like, if we sectioned off training and did ollie lifts, then <laughs> I could definitely get you up in ollie lifts, but we just haven't had yeah, those not, there We need to get the core going first. We need those cord lifts, and then we can mess around that stuff later. But to me, yeah, like, even when I'm like, even when I'm like, I want to do a cut, like, I'm focused on it a little. I don't download the fitness. He's, he's not focused on it at all. <laughs> he said, start of February, he talked about, to me about this, like, a couple months ago. He was mm-hmm. like, I want to start a cut. I said, oh, like a weight cut? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he, yeah, he wanted to get like more diced up, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So I said, hey, we're going to do this. I said, you're going to take it like 100% serious. Can't quit after like a couple weeks. And you're really going to have to track what you're eating. We're going to have to do a lot more cardio. Like a lot of stuff goes into this. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot different than if I'm just trying to make you a little bit stronger, you know, progressively. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Start of February. Where are we at now? February 23rd, right? You've been getting after it? No. I'm, I've been doing the cardio. I, I texted him the other day and I said, hey, uh, have you been tracking your stuff? And he was like, uh. uh. <laughs> Food, I don't eat as much. I, I'm not tracking it, but I, I, I could, should be. Yes. Yeah. I should be. That, but that's I, how you know if you're doing things right. But it's hard when... No, it's not hard. I'm just being a pussy, basically. But I, I die all year round, but like, I just watch what I eat. I don't like calorie intake and shit. Like, I don't worry about that shit at all. Mm-hmm. At all. I make sure I'm getting, like, a fuck ton of protein throughout my day. And other than that, like, watch what I eat. Yeah. I mean, obviously candy and shit that I obviously Theo's like pie. Have, like, I don't have, but, yeah. like, No, but... Like, for what he's trying to get done, because, like, obviously you're still a leaner body mass, and you're not trying to, like, cut down, like, a shitload of weight. Right. He's probably going to try to cut down, like... 20 ish pounds wow. around there and like i think you said you're <laughs> what i was thinking 10 but sure if you were wanting to get diced up i mean I'm... he wants the best for you okay yeah. well, sure. well, well, we're, we're, we'll we'll call it 20 what would i'd be like 185 i think it's the lowest i've ever been you that's could... like when i just ran and like had no muscle you're probably at like a 20 25 somewhere around there percent body fat right now probably what yeah. percent you think you are like 14. All right. Yeah. 15. Do you know yours? 
Yeah, I'm probably like 8 to 12 range, somewhere in that ballpark, I'd say. I'm probably lower now because I told him I'm sub 200 again. Yeah. I haven't been sub 200 in like a year or more. Yeah, you can go over like to the gym over anyone can you can go to the gym over here and they have like one of those body scan machines really yeah and it's you like non-member it's like 10 bucks and it'll give you like your entire body mass like it spins you around like oh like a texas like, scan or something yeah so there you I'd go like look at it it's just literally right across the street and you can just text doug or i can give you his number or something and it'll tell you everything like it'll give you like weight like all your fat levels and even if you do it more than once like it Keep tracks it for you so you can see like how much you've lost or gained or whatever that is so now have you ever tried to like uh gain any more like because you said you're right around 145 right yeah I, I walk around at like 145 to 150 pounds i'm never i've never been any heavier than 150 pounds and up to your point i've tried like incredibly hard and like i still like to the day i mean I could literally eat whatever I wanted and wake up tomorrow and have a six pack. But like, it's not really about that. It's more about like how I feel. Cause like I can have the six pack, but do I perform like I performed yesterday? Like I ate Chipotle with chicken and rice and that's it for like the three meals of my day. But then the next day I ate two bowls of cereal and some bacon. Yeah. It's not the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like the six pack's still there, but it's just not the same. But like I, I've tried to gain weight, but like I've noticed that like the more I eat, the shittier I feel during my workouts, I like to feel light during all my workouts. So, like, before I go to jiu-jitsu in the morning, I never eat anything. Because, like, number one, I don't want this. I roll with dudes, too. I rolled with a guy that was 330 pounds uh, last Sunday. That's a big Sunday. sumbitch right there. <laughs> oh, my God. He's huge. He's that's, huge. that's Coach Wells. Ultra heavyweight. He's ultra heavyweight. <laughs> he's crazy. God. He hurts the piss out of my neck. <laughs> what, what's the cutoff for heavyweight for jiu-jitsu? I think it's 265 as well. So, okay. he's ultra heavyweight now. So pretty much anybody that weighs over that. Yeah. <laughs> a very small number of people, I would assume. Not that very many ultra heavyweights. Yeah. We, unfortunately, we have one. <laughs> Unfortunately for everybody <laughs> yeah. else in the gym. Do you have like a decent amount of heavyweights there that um, can at least roll with them and like... No, we don't. We don't have any guys that can roll with them, but... So it's just baby weights and then this ultra heavyweight. Um, and I'm saying like baby my coach is, I think my coach is 145. Early. Yeah, you're, you're good. Okay. My coach is 145 and like I'm 145. Like we got two guys that are like, I'm talking like belt rank wise. I'm not talking just regular white belts. I'm talking yeah, yeah, like yeah. brown, purple belts um, mm-hmm. that compete. We have two guys that are like 180. We got one guy that's 190. We have our heavyweight that's 330. And we got one guy that's like two, 205. Like so the 205 guy is not even close. Like if you yeah. look at 205 next to the 330 pound fella, it's not even close. I'm like, <laughs> I can I can fuck that 205er up yeah. bad, mm-hmm. but I can't not even close. Like what are you gonna do? The right? like, there's just there's like such a gap in between I, 145 and 330. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. But I actually tried to take him down this past. I wrestled like normally you don't try to wrestle the whole time. Yeah, you try to do a little bit of everything. You know. But I tried to wrestle the big guys, and you can wrestle the big guys until you don't wrestle the big guys. And I tried to take the big ultra heavyweight down, hurt the piss out of my neck. Dude. I've been jammed up. I've been just riding the bicycle since Sunday because this today is actually the first day I can turn my head side to side. <laughs> oh my. It's been so bad. Dude, I remember uh, this is like back in the day when our friend Gary, uh, you remember Tidwell, don't you? Oh, yeah. The good. Dude, it was when Tidwell was like fat. 
So like when Tidwell was just a mass. massive dude. Yeah, he was like I don't know two thirties or so still. Did he lose a bunch of weight? Oh fuck yeah, yeah he did. He's I in the army I, now, I believe. I don't think I ever saw him when he was big. I only saw him when he only was small. Only small. That was dude, he was David massive. Orr, didn't he? Yeah. yeah okay, yeah, I'm Bailey. thinking of the right fellow then. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hanging out with like Judd and stuff sometimes. Yep. Yeah, he was huge. Yeah, he I was, didn't know that. Dude, he was like a balloon. Like seriously, like <laughs> swolled up. Really, and lost a bunch of weight, huh? Yeah. Ton. Good for yeah. him. Um. But I remember, like, early days, because uh, at least when we were in wrestling, like, 152s and 160s wrestled pretty much everybody. Like, mm-hmm. I said, I wrestled Abe Fazell. Abe was, like, 100 pounds. And then there was also Gary that was, like, 240. I had to wrestle him, too. I had to wrestle yeah. both sets. So you're either going against people that are going to just, like, run you to death by just nonstop movement and shit, or it's going to be so slow-paced, you're not even sure we're wrestling anymore. Because they're just going to tie up with you. And now we're just doing that little dance. But I remember I shot in on Gary one time and just all his weight just right on my back. And I flattened out. And he was like, you're not going to get me. And I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) It was so bad, dude. Like anytime trying to shoot on a heavy weight was just awful. You ever done that shot? Shot in and really stuck your neck like up in the hip or up in the chest and just jammed your whole neck up? Yes. You ever fucked up, like, uh, your eyebrow or something coming down on somebody's, like, uh, pelvis or their hip? Like, picking them up, going to slam? Yeah. A couple of times, a lot of, I slam a lot of people in the gym, but I pick them up, like, I'm going to slam them, and then I lay them down real nice and easy, because, like, it's my friend, like, it's my training partners, and we go hard to shit, but, like, I'm not, I'm not trying to concuss anybody. Yeah. And then, like, I've gotten in competition, and I just, I haven't gotten the opportunity to fuck somebody up like that <laughs> i when i was in high school i remember i uh, grabbed this one kid and i was doing head outside sing or head outside head outside double and i picked up and as i'm coming down he was like a bony like lanky mm-hmm. kid and my fucking eyebrow hit like right off his hip immediately just golf ball swells up and it was Oof. fucking awful i thought about it every time i took a shot after that is like I'm gonna hit that fucking. Thing. It's, it's also like swallow. the cauliflower or 900 picking people, p- picking somebody up and yeah, going to drop them and then hitting the hip off the yeah. hip mm-hmm. or the ear off the hip. The one time mine was actually bad and it like swelled up like purple and shit, which it's like a wee little spot. It's not big at all. Uh, it was the most irritating thing ever being in practice and like mm. somebody goes to like I don't know head tap you or something and they hit that and now it's just on fucking fire. Or you shoot in on somebody or just, you know, something's dragging against it and now it's just burning. It's fucking off. I'm glad I don't have that problem really now. Unfortunately. What, one shut off? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't have to deal with that issue. Yeah. They're just so hard now. They don't, they don't. Yeah, yours calloused up. Yeah. Or calcified, I guess. Calcified. Yeah. I had a... That's a vocab word. Calcium right here. Oh, speaking of vocab words... <laughs> Ostentatious. I use that today. I was talking about Brit. Nice. Yeah. It was uh, the name of one of Ralphie May's stand-up specials. It was Ostentatious. Really? Yep. Yeah. No, I was sitting over here, and she was, like, sitting here like this. Using a sentence? Yeah. Just randomly. What did I say? I was, was like... pretty good. I was observing said, Brit is very ostentatious. <laughs> no, yeah, that was <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. No, she was sitting there like this, like, mad or something. Like, I couldn't tell what she was... And I was like, why are you, like, observing so ostentatiously right now? And she's like what the fuck? What does that mean? That's good. (laughs) And I was like, I don't know. I just pulled it out of my ass. That's good. But it actually, I didn't know. I kind of knew what it meant, but I didn't. And then we looked it up and it worked because it was like, like she was like this. And it basically means like, they're like looking on 
You can look it up if you want. They're they were they're like looking on. Push like, it up, bro. I can't pull pull it up. <laughs> he right, didn't fine. set it up for me. You I asked him and internet. he said no. Hold on. It doesn't have to. What pull does on ostentatious screen? mean? I, I try to make her like our makeshift Jamie. I was just getting ready to say All she liked it. She's Jamie. getting there. Look that up. It, <laughs> hey, we try. Hey, look that up. One of the first episodes. That's what we had her doing, but she didn't know like how to bring it up yet because mm -hmm. it was like I said, it was the first episode. Right. She's only done it one it's time. Now. It's a pretentious. Like, up. And it's then finally Caleb got it up, and I was like, holy display. fuck, she's our Jamie. Essentially, yeah, we're, we're, we're Jamie in training. Oh, I got off center. Jamie in training. Mm, but no, it means, uh, means to display pretentiously. I so was she, not pretentious. Yeah, oh, come on. <laughs> you, do you even know what pretentious means? I do. You are, like, if What's pretentious, for, if there was <laughs> a picture, <laughs> if there was a picture for pretentious and it was a person, it would be you. And it'd be you walking like this through Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, all right, in the podcast, we're done. I've been here for like an hour and I just know we come at Brit different. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we always come at Brit like this. We love Brit though. Mm -hmm. she, she'll chime in occasionally and say something, but is your mic on? Yeah. Hey, I just don't have much to say. Hey Brit, how's your day? No, every time you ask me this, you cut me off. <laughs> I'm not I'm trying to cut you off. Nobody talk. My Brit. day? Yeah. Oh, it's been oh, it's been iffy. Why? I don't want to talk about it. This this is why we cut you off is because you do <laughs> yeah because you say that and then nothing. Well, ask me something else then. How was your week? <laughs> good. We'll say it was good. Okay. But good and <laughs> good and great. Good and peachy. Like what? What was? No, good it about really it? hasn't been that great. It hasn't been a good month for me. Oh. Since oh, recent dang. activities. Because you lost your rock, wouldn't it? Yes. No, it's because I lost my car. <laughs> oh, you lost car, your car? Yeah, she I got, wrecked my... I got in a wreck. She got yeeted. Oh, no, that's the worst. <laughs> she had your stone on you. Trevor! <laughs> she, she's into uh, crystals. astrology stones, and crystals. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Different. That's yeah, It hits cool. different. <laughs> but... Uh, I just thought of this too while we were sitting oh. here. <laughs> he said, "That's cool." <laughs> it's like a Brit answer. It's like, just, yeah, that's cool. That's oh, interesting. I just love the way you said that. That's perfect. <laughs> but have you guys ever had custard pie? <laughs> no, can't say I have. <laughs> it's so bad. Is this a sex term? Like no, pie or it should be. No, we uh, we did our Theo's our Theo's taste test this week. And we had like, they gave us 10 pieces of pie to try. So like we each took a bite and we had nine banger fucking like delicious, like peanut butter, black rat, like amazing pie. And then they gave us custard pie, dude. Was it lit? No. Uh -huh. <laughs> Isn't custard like a, a type of pudding or something? I thought. I thought so too. I thought yeah. it was. Because I, I heard it like custard. I'm like, oh, this is going to just be like pudding. You know, like just bland pudding. That's what it's going to be. It was like i don't know, how do you, how would you like how would you describe that johnny uh it smelled like rotten eggs oh come on now it's pie it can't smell like uh, rotten eggs buddy it'll really smell like rotten eggs now maybe it was just old custard it's literally just egg pie like it's eggs and like like made into a pudding who the flying fuck people love it puts eggs on a guy i don't know pie. who but we i posted the video and i was like leave your favorite you know pies and like the first comment was like 
my favorite pies from Theo's are the peach when it's in season and custard. And I'm like, oh, this is like, this is like the preview of it. And I was like, who in their right mind is going to pick custard pie? Uh, I, d- did we ever find out was was, is that, was their favorite pie actually custard like Steve and those guys or were they just being stupid? There's no way they have like an Oreo pie there, don't yeah. they? Yeah. What's Dude, your that, favorite type of pie? What is our it? favorite, I think, our favorite as a whole, it was um, no, peanut not, butter. Not Oreo, I think. You, yeah. Oh, my you, personal favorite. Speak yeah. for yourself. Mine was peanut butter too. It, I think I gave peanut butter like a 98 out of 100. Or something I, I haven't like had that. a peanut butter pie, but I would definitely try it. <sighs> what do you go for pie wise? It's got to be that Oreo pie, dude. That Are Oreo, that Oreo pie is delicious. Yeah, I've had um, a really good apple pie before even though i don't like apple pie very much i feel like you can't fuck up apple pie it's like, theirs it's is amazing if you're if you want to try something different that you've probably never like just been like i'm gonna get this at a restaurant try and it's pie. <laughs> that yeah definitely try that but try the cherry pie i don't go and like i'm not like i'm gonna have cherry pie today it was good like i'm not usually like just like i'm gonna eat a cherry guy it was i did have a blackberry pie that was solid fucking was it up here time. I don't remember where they have. At. They have blackberry too. It's really good. It's all good. Been there. It's all know. good except custard. That was the only everything one. but custard. What about yeah. you? I'd say apple pie probably. Yeah, apple was really. I think good. it's because that's the most common, so that's the most pie. Like probably. Yeah. I've had so many different types of apple pie. Mm. No, Some would say, consider me a connoisseur. Of apple pie. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I, I, I can say like for sure. I hate pumpkin pie. You don't like pumpkin pie? No. But not, I don't... Not, not a fan unless it's got a pound of whipped cream on Ooh. it. Ooh. See, that's whipped cream with a little bit of pumpkin pie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm I a pumpkin that. pie guy. I, I like can only taste pie. whipped cream. I'm good with it. That's true. Mm. But no, I don't like pumpkin things in general, though. Like Now, are you adding ice cream to your apple pie? Are you all a mode? Not every time, mm. but like... I mean, not that I'm, I eat a whole lot of pie. <laughs> yeah. Definitely kidding about the connoisseur apple pie right. going on. But... I don't know. I think it's, I it know. just hits different when it's warm and there's a little and bit of ice And then you get that little bit it. of, yeah. Mm. Mm. I do remember there was somebody that had, uh, it was like dark chocolate that they put on top of an apple pie. And that was fucking awesome. Guarantee it was horrible for you, but it was awesome. It tasted so good. i to go get some pie. I'm all yeah. about the dark chocolate, man. Yeah, I'm telling you, if you get a chance, almost anything up at Theo's is going to knock your socks off. It, all of it will knock your socks off. One of them in a different way. <laughs> I've ran a memory that just hit me, but uh remember I took a girl to Theo's one time. <laughs> and she ordered fucking custard pie. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch. Yeah. No, uh never saw her again. We, <laughs> yeah, I was like, nah, this bitch got custard. She gone. Was her name Abby? Yeah. Nah. Uh, that was, dude, Britt today, she goes, Oh, that girl's pretty. And I was like, oh, that's Abby. She's like, oh, never mind. Because <laughs> she knew. <laughs> but she got just a salad. I was you like, you don't want anything else. She was like, no, I just want a salad. And I was like, okay, my food comes. And like, I got steak, you know, fries and stuff like that. And then she goes to like, grab one of my fries. And like, the thought in my head was, who the fuck do you think you are? Like, <laughs> you're the one that orders salad. Okay. Like, you, you could order fries. Yeah. But I didn't. I let it go. And just in my mind, I was thinking, like, why the fuck wouldn't you just order fries? Like, you know, I'm going to eat them if you don't. Like, that's fine. The first date I ever went on, she was so nervous. She ordered, like, like a, like a side fry. And that was all she ordered. And then she's like, can I have your food? And I'm like, 
Yeah. Sure. Oh, this That's wasn't fine. like a first date. Like we had went on other <laughs> dates, said. but it was like, so oh, you, we're going to go out to eat. We're going to go to Theo's. So we went there and then, yeah, I was like, who the fuck are you? Like, why? Why just a salad? Like, yeah. are you going to take my so food? So she can grab your shit when the salad doesn't taste good anymore? Yeah. Apparently. She's yeah. like, here, you want to just trade? And you're like, got like a steak. And yeah. <laughs> no, I'm good, man. <laughs> yeah. I ordered what I wanted. Like, I, I knew I would want this. Oh, grab well, another fry. You can pay for the bill. Yeah. <laughs> Every fry, five dollars. You start handing like one dollar bills to her. I've only had, I think, two girls ever pay for my meal, and I did not like it either time. Oh man, I wouldn't like that either. Yeah. It's weird, but I don't. Happen, I don't let them. Like I always, I'm always like here. But if they for like if they make themselves do, I'm like fuck. All right. Like, well, one of them, you were there. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Dude, that bill was she, like she was buying thirty dollars. She was buying us drinks, and I was like. It's like you don't have to do that. And I was like, I can like. She's like, no, it's fine. I'm, I'm like, fuck it. All right, yeah, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> I felt so bad. I was like, oh no, that was a high bill. Like I, I splurged on myself and got like a forty dollar uh, steak, and I was right. like, you know, I was thinking I was getting me and her. That's what I thought. And then no, she was like, I'm buying the table, and I was yeah. like, what the fuck? Well, I was gone. I was so mad. I say, can I get dessert? Yeah, I went to the bathroom and then I come back and she's already like handed the girl her, her card and she was walking off with it. And I was like, what? What'd you just do? She was like, I bought everybody's food. And I was like, what? For why? Yeah. I was like, For why? why? <laughs> They're not on a date with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, am I? Can I be? <laughs> no. If you're going to pay for every meal, I'd like to do it more often. Are you trying to get into all three of our We go out tomorrow too. <laughs> <laughs> what'd you say so are you trying to get into all three of our that, pants that's what I thought you said <laughs> uh, what are we running well, hour 30 hour 35 Ooh, no shit that ain't bad that's a record for the recent podcast no way yeah. the actual record is like three hours and some change but <laughs> oh really and we just yeah. sat I you guys just sit I, here and bullshit for yeah. yeah I don't know how we had my buddy Aiden on that I used to live with and we just kept saying some dumb shit and just kept on just going just kept it going, going just going. kept rolling yeah that's but fair then we found out that no one listens to three hour podcasts no yeah it's true so, unless, unless you're Joe Rogan and like and it's like the world's top scientist ever like, yeah. and you're like all right i guess you can have three hours of my time i mean they, he could have like duncan trussell or like theo vaughn yeah. or one of them on again and yeah i'll listen to the entire thing from start to finish that shit's funny yeah <laughs> Dude, and one, i'm not theo vaughn so when well, they had theo vaughn on there and they were doing the smelling salts that was fucking hilarious <laughs> he's like i kind of want to do it again <laughs> that was on the way back from the wedding show right yeah 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 oh, yeah i remember you watching that but I yeah, probably I listened to that like five times before we'll, actually. We'll cut it out because we'll, we like to leave these under 105, but this is All fine. Right, fine. You done? Sure. You want to you shut up now? <laughs> yeah, I know. Fucking God. No, but no. We, hey, we, I know somebody that'll beat your ass. I'm, I'll run. I will. <laughs> Tucker, can you whip on him for me? I'll just like disappear like camera magic. i like... What if I was a magician? <laughs> I'm like, no, you're not. And you throw like a smoke bomb and just disappear. I had a buddy. I'll do the little blanket and run yeah. away. Like, what, the fuck like, what the fuck? I'm like hiding behind. I had a buddy that would say that all the time. Like you'd get an argument with him. He goes, I have someone who will kick your ass. And we're like, who? And he's like, John. And he would just point at him. Some, oh, I thought it was just going to be like, dude. Some wanna, random guy. That's just point at anybody. Yeah. That guy um, right there. He's like, what? Damn. Like, I know someone who will kick your ass. He was always doing it jokingly, but like, yeah. 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 Well, 
Tell the people where they can find you. Instagram. Tell, tell them where they, you want them to follow you. At. It'll be like one person. Don't get me wrong. So, but, I, I won't expect any thousands. Of yeah, people. you're like, wow, I don't, I don't know what happened. Uh, they can follow me at trogers underscore five on Instagram. Uh, any sponsorship opportunities, hit me up. All my sponsors that still ride with me now, B&B, uh, Sheer Escape, all those good places. Uh, just keep riding with me because we're not done and we're just at the beginning of the journey. So, And thank you guys for having me on, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Appreciate you coming on, man. Good time. Yeah, anytime. And you want to sign us off? Cue the outro. Well, you got to tell them where to find (laughs) it. Make sure you guys follow us at otr.pod on Instagram, uh, otrcast on Facebook. Um, Again, on Spotify and all that, it's all otrcast. Uh, same with YouTube, which I hope you guys like and subscribe. We're like up to 50. Subscribe. Right? We hit 50. We finally. hit 50? Yeah. Hey, did we get 10 comments on the crypto? We got no, we one. Didn't. We got Yeah, uh, we didn't get Hey, that. he did say he would buy you a case of beer if we talked about crypto for an hour. Mm. I'm not saying this episode. This ain't the episode for it. Yeah, we, yeah might, no, I, we might have to hit him back. Yeah. Because uh, a about free that. case of Michelob. Oh, speaking of, also, we didn't do this this episode. I forgot to. He brought us a thing of blue flame moonshine to try. That is, it's like 130 proof. Well, if oh, it's wow. blue flame, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, we got some white claws too because they had those left over from the wedding. Sounds gross. I don't want those. But they were free. <laughs> what You're, are you gonna I'm do? Good. <laughs> you can have the white claws. I, I'll, I'll stick let with you know Johnny drink them. The or burning something. moonshine. Yeah, it's yeah, it's the rough. Should could run your car. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Back in the day, that's they could. Oh well. All right. Cue the outro. Probably one of my favorite podcasts so far. It's very funny.